0: Real quick, a popcorn quiz. Where were you when you met your mate? How many kids did you have? What were you most excited about before you met them for the first time? What did you expect from the first date? Did you think this one is the one? I remember the weekend before I met my husband, I was folding laundry in the laundry room and I had just come off of a really Bad date. It was not the first not so great date. I was beginning to wonder what I had gotten myself into. As I was folding laundry, I was having this conversation with God and just thinking, this is ridiculous dating in your 40s. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. What was I thinking? Although I knew that I wanted to be married again, I thought, maybe this is too hard. Maybe I'm not supposed to get remarried. So I poured out my heart and said, basically, I'm done. I picked up the load of laundry, nicely folded, crisp, smelling like the dryer sheet, and walked down the hallway. I made it about 10 steps when I strongly sensed that I was to pray for my future husband. Now, I thought that was pretty odd given what I had just mentioned moments earlier about being done with dating. So, I was tempted to blow it off. Yet the sense was really strong. And one of the things that I'm continuing to practice is responding and listening to that nudge to the direction when the Holy Spirit is speaking. So, I prayed for my future husband. Although I prayed, I probably prayed more with the attitude of a teeny bopper rolling their eyes at their parents. All right, God, whatever. I prayed for my future husband, whoever he was wherever he was, because clearly, I didn't think he was anywhere in the vicinity of, oh, I don't know, say 200,000 miles. But I prayed, and I went about my business. And that next weekend, I met Bill. Hey, welcome to Season 5. This is episode number 78 of Step Family Mission Possible. I'm Jen Rogers, co-hosting with my husband, Bill. In today's episode, we kick off the foundational building blocks that you need to blend beautifully together. Now, we ask that you evaluate the mission, you commit to the mission, and you complete the mission before listening to next week's episode. Each Thursday, we'll drop a short episode with a new mission for you. We hope that you will take advantage of building into your marriages and your families in this way, and we invite you to share your mission conversations in the Facebook group because we know that community and support is so important. All right, family, are you ready? Let's get this mission started. Here's mission number one of season five. Hey there, you're listening to Step Family Mission Possible, the podcast for step families with a focus on step family couples building their legacy together. We know that blending families is hard. And your hosts, me, Jen Rogers, along with my husband, Bill, are determined to make it easier. It's time to turn step family chaos into step family mission possible together so you can stop feeling that pit in your stomach on Transition Day and start celebrating all the reasons why you are exactly in the right place right now.
1: Why you? From the moment I met you, and even before in your online profile and letters, two things stood out about you right away. Your zest for life and your faith. They are intoxicating. I have known you for four months now, and I love everything about you. Even the things that puzzle me, I can see how they make you, uniquely you. I feel like I fit you, and you fit me. You are the kind of person that I could grow to know and cherish so much that we could finish each other's sentences. The more time I spend with you, the more I know you. And there has not been a date yet that I have left and felt anything but exhilarated and excited. You are an amazing love i am wildly attracted to you in fact i feel that you are the most beautiful woman in the world inside and out the passion i feel for you is so strong that sometimes i am amazed by its intensity i love the way you play with me i love your competitive spirit and your fire for friendly competition you are just plain fun i think you are a fantastic mom I absolutely love you even more for the way you have made my children so welcome in your life. That had been one of my greatest fears when I thought about getting into a serious relationship. You quenched it so easily and with such love. I love that you are steadfast and live your life with excellence. I love the way you honor me by helping me to be my best. You give me friendly encouragement to do the things I need to do, even when I don't want to. I love the way we enjoy working alongside of each other. Cooking dinner with you is a total pleasure. And I really meant it when I said I could dig a ditch with you and enjoy it. Cutting down that tree with you and for you, even though it was hard work, was a privilege and a pleasure. The fact that you share my passions for football and golf and you love my music just continues to solidify my feeling that you are the woman I have longed for, even when I didn't. Know it.
0: You say so many things that my initial response is it's a bit unsettling after a short time together. Yet I know that we have a unique way about us that has us very much in tune with each other. That, in and of itself, regularly surprises me. I had always hoped it was possible to have this kind of connection with someone. It's as though we are a skyscraper with a ridiculous number of floors, each floor offers different views of the skyline. Unique things to peruse in boutique shops or a variety of game rooms and lounges to play in. We simply connect with one another as we press the next button on the elevator adventure. I love your relationship with God and that you give of yourself among the church. The fun we have in our relationship is my next favorite thing. It also brings me joy to know that your boys feel welcome and that this is important to you. We need to pray for them. Our time together is new for them, and there are going to be many moments for them to process. If they are thinkers like you, they'll want to take the time to figure out how it makes them feel. I keep reminding myself that both of our families need time to assess and respond to how they think of us with the other. It's very much like an audition. You've been very good to my girls. Thank you for that sensitivity, awareness, and acceptance of their assessments. I know this hasn't been easy for you, and yet you persevere.
1: So where does that leave me? I love you more than I ever thought possible. And yes, I have begun to need you. Frankly, I have realized that although I can live my life by myself, I don't want to. I want to want you. I want to continue to grow with you. And I also feel that down inside, I am good for you. Sometimes you won't admit it, but you need to be loved. You have spent too much time on your own. I think you have gotten used to it. You have even embraced it. But down underneath it all, there is a little girl that just wants to be loved. And I want to love you. I don't even know what that means yet. I know that I will find out. I think that you and me are amazing together. I think that we could be a great example to your children as well. I also feel that you and me together can make a huge difference in the world, in spreading the gospel and in loving others, even more than each of us could do on our own.
0: (laughs) So what are we reading? These are messages to one another. Actually, you sent me this super long note on what you were thinking about Mm -hmm. where we were in our relationship. And I was traveling in D.C. at the time because I remember writing my response on the airplane and wanting to be very, very careful (laughs) and thoughtful about how I was responding. And I also wanted to be creative, too. Uh, And I remember thinking that you were a big deal. And I
1: certainly felt that way about you. And you know, what's interesting about going back and seeing these things, we had a conversation about this, is we look at the intuition, and then we can see nine years later, and we can say, "Mm mm-hmm, I was right. And that's a beautiful thing. Jennifer, tell our audience why we're reading these.
0: Well, we promised that we were going to kick off a new season with a new mission Mm -hmm. each week. So we thought it would be most beneficial for our audience to go back to their origin story. Yeah. And have a conversation about what made me so crazy about you in the beginning. You know, I like to keep all of this stuff.
1: I think that's fantastic. In the beginning, I love that. You know, we all had a beginning. We all began our relationship, hopefully, deeply in love. And and the reason why we got remarried is because we loved that person and we wanted to do life together. So what changes in the offing? Why is it that it's so easy to lose sight of that?
0: I think it's all those outside influences and the busyness of the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Once you move out of being curious about a person and you move to comfort and then predictability, Mm -hmm. then you have certain expectations about how you want them to behave. And when they don't behave that way, you are focused on that one behavior or those things that aren't going well. That's how our brain works. We like to focus on those things that aren't Mm -hmm. going well. And so we need to be intentional about the things that do go well for us. But I think, in short, it's the busyness of the day today. Yeah, and and don't you think also
1: there's an element of where we begin to take each other for granted. And it's not that that's a bad thing. I think it's good to a certain extent to be able to take each other for granted, but not to the point where we forget the uniqueness of one another. And so many couples are struggling in their relationship because of things that have happened in the step family dynamic. It's it's hard.
0: It is difficult.
1: But if you go back And you look at the creation story, as it were, you look at the founding of you as a couple, that can do a lot to healing the breach.
0: Certainly it can. What's really important is that we are intentional about nurturing our love affair. I know almost two years ago now, we did a challenge, a five-day blended Mm -hmm. love affair challenge, where we invited people to go back and revisit their love story. Even you and I, when we were looking at these notes, I had to go to my old phone to find it <laughs> and then print it off. So I'll maybe I'll put it in the safe. But when we went back and looked, and even as we were reading it here, there's all that googly eye sweetness stuff yeah. going on. And it's good for us to savor the sweetness. It's
1: funny, as I read those words that I wrote to you so long ago, I said Wow, I was putting myself out there. That was <laughs> that was <laughs> a ball waiting to be spiked down, but never, never did I fear that. Mm. I didn't really fear that I was going to put myself out there because that's the way I felt and at this point in my life, I wasn't afraid of rejection. I was more afraid of not taking the chance that I needed
0: to take. When I look back, and I reflect on our interactions, we've always had fun together. We we do have different interests, but there are lots of things that we like to do together. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a key ingredient in a successful marriage, that you spend time together doing things that you love. Mm -hmm. And For us, we've got a few different things. It doesn't matter what the activity is. although Well, I know golf really matters a lot to you. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes. mm, Yeah. All the days that
1: begin, that end in why.
0: That's right. right. All the days that end in why. I think it's important to have fun together as a couple because it lightens up the challenges of the day-to-day. And as I look back and reflect on what we wrote, to each other, and this being careful about the kids, having some sort of insight into it would be difficult for them. Mm -hmm. As I think back on what we experienced, we were so naive. (laughs) It sounds really good, but we were so naive. And our kids were in different places. My girls were, I was just a recent empty nester, Mm -hmm. and your boys were 13 and 9. Yeah. Those were quite a few shifts for us as we integrated our family. And in that integration, in dealing with high conflict ex spouses, in dealing with the unknown, so much was unknown, and not having any real resources available to help equip us to understand the challenges that we were going to face, it made those first few years really, really difficult. And I dare say we lost sight of the sweetness sure we did. that we started our foundation with. And that's why
1: we're talking about this, because it's very easy to get caught up in the difficulty. We call it, you can't see the forest for the trees, but it really is true. You know, when you're first getting together, your partner can do no wrong. There is a lot of forgiveness. There's a lot of uh, give and take. But as you move along, the circle gets tighter. It gets tighter and tighter, and my tolerance gets tighter and tighter. And it's a good thing to go back and say, what was it that drew us together in the first place?
0: Well, you were six feet tall. That was one of my requirements. Still am.
1: We said that we're going to give our listeners one mission per episode.
0: That's right, to focus on during the week Mm -hmm. and then come back each Thursday and get your new mission.
1: Your marriage is the most important thing in your family. Talk about your beginning.
0: Yes, your marriage is the most important thing as far as keeping your family together. Mm -hmm. That I'm going to let you say it. We're going to quote Gil and Brenda. You love saying that. And what they say is, if you ain't. If you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing. I love how you all say that. That's so much fun. And it's Mm -hmm. so true.
1: Coupleness does not equal familyness or vice versa. Familiness does not equal coupleness. So we've got to take care of this relationship before we worry about those things.
0: That's right. This week, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to take 15 minutes and reflect with your partner on your origin story. What things brought the two of you together?
1: Yeah, and and that's a very good thing to do because what you find is that those things never went
0: anywhere. Hmm. You do love me well. I do appreciate that. I do love you. (laughs) So sweet. So sweet. Okay, in case our couples are stuck, what are some of the questions that they could ask themselves to help remember their origin story?
1: What was our first date?
0: How did we first connect with one another? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. See if you can dig up some of your old texts or emails or letters. That's kind of fun.
0: It is fun. It is. What were you wearing?
1: Where did you go?
0: What did you eat? I bet a lot of people <laughs> went out on a date. What did you eat? Or what did you avoid eating? Because there are a lot of times that we're sitting down having dinner and I say, oh, this is not first date food.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. Something
0: you would not order on a first date.
1: What did you talk about
0: on a first date? Ah. Did you have jitters in your stomach?
1: How did you meet? All these things are are wonderful questions. It's great to go back to your origin because you find that when you're in the midst of the difficulty, you remember why you are. And that helps you get through the difficulty. I told you a story. Tony Evans tells a story. He says, when you have a big plant, it has deep roots. The reason why it has deep roots is because it has to be strong against the winds. The taller we want to get, or the bigger we want to get, the stronger we want to get as coupled, the deeper our roots need to
0: be. The more visionary we are mm-hmm. and the future that we want to claim. It definitely is important to have a great foundation. Okay, family. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to revisit your origin story. Now It's so much fun to share your origin story. So we want to invite you to join the Facebook group. So click on the link in the show notes to find us and come on inside and share your origin story.
1: Hope to see you there.